Welcome back to another devotional in the book of Proverbs. Today, we are in Proverbs chapter 28 as we near the end of the Proverbs of Solomon fetched by Hezekiah's men. Today, we will see the qualities and qualifications of a king and how we should seek also after these same qualities. So if you've already prayed on your own and if you've already read Proverbs chapter 28 on your own, then let's dive in. When I was your age and my Nintendo DS would run out of battery, I often used my own imagination for my own entertainment whenever I was bored. Well, one time, my imagination almost killed me as I decided to pretend to be like a king. I got creative. I found some cardboard boxes and made myself a nice crown, right? I went into the bathroom, grabbed a towel, wrapped it around my neck as a cape. I got a sharpie and painted a nice mustache for myself. I was looking really good. The last thing I needed was a staff, a stick to march around with. And so I went into my garage and I found an umbrella stick that had a really sharp end. And, and I was marching around my house and pushing and shoving my sister anytime she would get in my way. And it was good. It was perfect. It was looking great. My outfit was on point. So I spent the rest of the evening marching around my house and yelling at people to feed me gogurts and dinosaur nuggets as a good king does until I stopped in front of a mirror to check myself out to see what I've done. And it was good. I was practicing my kingly poses posing every which way until this one pose where I stood firm in front of the mirror with my hand on my hip and my other hand on the staff and I lifted the staff up and drove it to the ground like a king until I realized that my coordination was not as good as my imagination and I had actually driven the sharp stick into my toe. I looked at it, then lifted the stick and out came blood gushing everywhere. So I ran to the bathroom in fear, leaving a trail of blood on the carpet, hoping that my parents would not find out and that I could cover the situation in time. But they eventually found the trail of blood that led to the bathroom and saw that I was bleeding to death. Not really, but it was bleeding a lot. And so they wanted me to get stitches, but that was the last thing I wanted. So I convinced them to just cover up my wound with band-aids for the rest of the night until it eventually stopped bleeding. And it did. It eventually stopped bleeding. And I lived to reign another day as king of Menifee. If only I had read Proverbs 28 to help me be a better king. Just kidding, but that's what's going on in Proverbs chapter 28. You can view these Proverbs as a father who is trying to give his prince son wisdom and instruction on how to be a good king. The father is giving his son qualifications of a king in hopes that he will develop similar qualities. Now, I grew out of my phase of wanting to be a king, and I'm sure that you will also pretty soon. So why does this matter to us? Because I believe the qualities of a king described in this chapter are just as useful and necessary for the normal Christian as they are for a king or for a leader. So let's look at just three of the qualities out of the many that are described in this chapter that are expected of a good king 
and that we should apply to our own lives, okay? Number one, you must be secure. You must be secure. What do I mean by this? Let's look at verse one of Proverbs 28. It says this, The wicked flee when there is no one pursuing, but the righteous are secure as a lion. The wicked are filled with insecurities and fear of man because of their own guilty conscience. They know that their life is wrong. And so everywhere they go, they feel the weight of their own burden and of their own sin to the point where they are visibly paranoid. Paranoid everywhere they go. Everywhere they go, they are fearful that someone might find them out, might find out their secret life of sin. Because of the wicked have chosen to not fear Yahweh, they now deeply fear man. The paranoia and insecurity caused by the guilt of their sin has made the wicked out of touch with reality. This makes no good king at all, obviously. On the other hand, the righteous, those who have chosen to fear Yahweh instead of man, will not be enslaved to the fear of man. The righteous are bold as a lion because their sins have already been forgiven. They do not carry the weight and burden of their sin everywhere they go, and there is no secret sins to be found out. The righteous rest secure in Yahweh. A good king must be secure. But I would argue the same for us. Are you secure in Christ today? Or do you still carry the guilt of your own sin because you have chosen to not submit to Yahweh, but to instead fear man? To not fear Yahweh, but to instead fear man. Number two, you must love the law. You must love the law. We see this in verse 9 of Proverbs 28. It says this, He who turns away his ear from listening to the law, even his prayer is an abomination. A good king loves the law, and so should we. I mean, it makes sense for a king, right? A king must love the law that he is enforcing on his own people, or else he's just a hypocrite, right? And the same is for us. We must love the law. One commentator says this clearly. If a man on his part is deaf to instruction, then God on his part is deaf to prayer. And Jesus says in John 14, 15, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. That sums it up the best. We don't keep his commandments because we are good, disciplined Christians who are good at keeping a list of do's and don'ts in life. We keep his commandments because we love him. Do you love the law? Do you love Jesus? Number three, you must seek Yahweh. You must seek Yahweh. And we see this in Proverbs 28 verse 5. It says this, Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek Yahweh understand all things. A good ruler must be ruled by God if he ever wants to rule his people righteously. The same goes with us. We must be ruled by God. We must seek him above all else in life. Are you secure in Yahweh? Do you love his law? 
And are you seeking after him daily? I pray that you are. That is Proverbs 28. I'll see you tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 29.